Hello, folks. It's Jay from Jay Talk here to talk about Anchor. We just switched to Anchor from our previous hosting service for our podcast. Uh, a couple of highlight points. It's free. Um, it's got great tools for recording and editing your podcast on your phone or on the computer, on the phone, on the go. Make some good content there. Um, you can also add some songs from Spotify. Uh, make your own radio show. Look forward to mine. Uh, I hope you guys like it. Um, of course, Anchor has great tools for publishing or distributing your podcast to other platforms like Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. Um, and then you can try it. You can make money off your podcast, you know, with no minimum listenership. Um, it's really everything you need, and, and I love the analytics. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Hey, folks, it's Jay from uh, Jay Talk, and uh, uh, welcome back to the show. Of course, we want to welcome our great co-host, Nick. Hey, what's going on, people? So uh, we're kind of excited. Uh, we're going to do a follow-up series. Uh, you know, we invited Dave back. Uh, welcome. How you doing, man? Got to use my buttons, man. I love the buttons. I got to use my buttons. You got you got to touch your buttons, Nick. <laughs> I, I like touching. That's things. what she said. Anyway, <laughs> so, so what's up, Dave? Man, doing good, doing good. How are you guys? Been Don't loving you. the content. Been appreciate the content. Been sharing the oh, content. Oh, you've been you've been you've been listening to shows, huh? Oh, of course. Okay. We're what's funny, what's, a, what's your favorite episode so far? Oh, actually, episode nine. Episode. The last last one you guys yeah uh, the the we did wait 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 you're talking about the Bitcoin one or are you talking about the latest one <laughs> the one <laughs> no, he did that's, that's the best one <laughs> yeah I know right exactly no, no, no. I, I'm at that no, level of the narcissist yeah right? okay yeah, so, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, so no 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 the, the very last episode you guys just did was actually amazing it, it I love the freestyle freeing open discussion which then leads into several small discussions and then you guys both get to bounce stories off of each other and then also learn off of what's happened to each individual at the same time you're telling the story no oh, okay so the crazy nice. first dates okay you really yes. like that one. Oh my gosh yeah, man. yeah 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 so yeah i put myself out there on that one um <laughs> we're proud of you guys i'm yeah. very proud of you guys oh thanks man we're, we're glad you like the show and glad to have that you on fun. again yeah 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 man. i appreciate it thank you so man. um before we get into uh you know what he came on the show for you know we're going to be talking about uh cryptocurrency bitcoin again you know i don't know if we're going to be talking about much about blockchain but uh i i do have a question um and yes. this is from me to you um All right seen any good anime lately oh man um i'm back on hunter x hunter okay what so, season? so what happened yeah uh, um season five i'm actually they just are in the middle of doing the raid into the palace okay. to get the king yes so i had watched it on english sub before and now i'm watching it on english dub and my kids are watching it with me but i had to like Filled them in on some things yes. before we started watching season five. <laughs> okay, like, fair enough. Fair enough. Great show. So great, yeah, great show, man. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You guys, so. you guys, you need to get a hobby. I do oh, that a... is my other hobby. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> hey, I can't do it. Hey, I can't dude, do it. I watch it. Maybe with I'm my... too simple-minded for it. Maybe it's just 
you know, you need to be extremely intelligent in a certain area. And I just, I don't have it. Now, if I could smoke pot and watch it, I'd probably be doing it every night. No, 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 no. <laughs> I don't think you need to do that. No, no, Why no. Why not? But I'll, I'll be honest. It'd be just good. a gummy? I, I, I'm going to say something, Nick. It makes it easier when you have kids to watch it with. Oh, because it is, it is, when I started watching it with my kids, it kind of got me hooked on it. I, initially, I was very anti-anime. And now I watch it with the kids. Now I actually find episodes of sh- you know shows that I actually find enjoyable. Most of them are mature content that my Gabe can't watch, but you know it's it's quite funny. There's some good there's some good anime out there. But yeah, I'm glad you said something about the Hunter X Hunter. Love that show. Haven't finished it, but love that show. It's amazing. It really is. And uh, the dope. This is what a lot of people miss about anime it's not about the actual animation that you're watching the story and the content behind the story is amazing oh yeah anime these days is better than any network television i've seen lately hands down well yes. I, w- I went to jay's house one weekend i, I don't we, oh we went um shooting our guns yes 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 and went back over the house and he fired up his traeger pit man made some good steaks and we sat back Ooh. and i watched I watched one episode, but it was one episode kind of in the middle, and he, he tried to find one that, that walking into it blind, you could still kind of understand it. I mean, it was, you know, it was good, but I didn't, I didn't get in deep with it because I don't know the storyline or the background. Yes. Work. You know, you, that's a big deal if you know the whole thing from start to finish. It's like any show, you know. Yes. My favorite show in the whole wide world is The West Wing. I probably so watched the entire seven seasons Eight times. <laughs> okay. Uh, as a matter of fact, I, I was going to buy it on Amazon so that I'd just have it forever because they'll put it on Netflix and they'll take it off and they'll put it on Hulu and they'll take it off. And, you know, yeah. Okay. Hey, it's Nick, nowhere right now and I'm jonesing. Sorry. Okay. Fine. Fi- I- look this podcast, uh, look this anime up and watch it by yourself. Or if you want, you know, find, find, get your son to watch it with you. Is it wrong to pick up a girl in a dungeon? Oh, so good. Really? Yes. So oh my god. Is it a movie or a series? No, it's a series. It's three seasons long. Wow. And it's so actually good. got something that you can understand because it has Greek mythology backstory to it. Well, already just the title of it, I know the answer to the question. Yes, exactly. <laughs> I like that. I know the answer to the question. <laughs> that would be yes. <laughs> She's my favorite. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> That's the kind of woman I like. Yeah. Come on out of the dungeon there, little yeah. girl. So, so, Jack, I got a question for you. What are you watching right now? Uh, so, I just finished one that... My son actually was surprised I watched because it was about the most, if not the most, mature anime that is currently released. Mm. And it was called High School DXD. Mm. You know that one? Okay. No, I, I don't. I think I've seen the title before, and I was curious. It is insanely mature content. You definitely don't want your kids touching this episode. Um, yeah. Um, no. Well, okay. Yeah. No, I'm just telling you from one father to another, no. 
No, I got you. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I it did have a funny story. It's hilarious as hell. It's great comedy. You know, but oh my gosh, no, yeah, not a kid appropriate show. So, oh, man. yeah, and that's a that's actually one of the things too. That's as a dad. I have to almost filter stuff before my kids watch it. Oh yeah. So yeah, yeah. So you you know like the the Holy Grail stuff, right? Yeah. That stuff that we kind of grew up on, and then there was like a lull, and then now there's a hu- huge heightened. Yes, Nick. <laughs> what is he looking at? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, no. Yeah. yeah. Not no. the anime. Uh, no. That's that's not that level of anime. No, that's that not exists, anime. That's that's not anime. <laughs> yeah, no. So, so oh, you were like, saying kids, go ahead. Yeah, so there's a level of filtering, right? So I had to seriously think about like what I want my kids watching. Yeah. So Shonen is so good and it's inspirational to kids, right? Like, oh, you can start from nothing and progress as a person yeah, and have different ex- life experiences. And then you kind of build your own, your, your character and who you are as a person based upon your experiences. Yep. So I was like, okay, we can watch that. And then I also have to filter what's in Shonen because sometimes it's like, eh, yeah, it looks kind of too sexual for my age group kids right? yes yes i know yeah yeah so you have to be careful yeah. so we we went through um let's see black clover black which clover. i know you're a big fan of. yes um naruto naruto yep um uh let's see we did back to back we did um oh, what's it called um avatar last avatar and avatar cora and then it's funny because my son picked up on some things in avatar cora and then correlated them to uh thanos and what happened in avengers yes and i was like oh i think he's getting this and so my like it struck up a whole conversation of three hours between me and my kids about lifestyles and what you know a small group of people want for a large group of people. And then I kind of just spilled over into so many different great conversations about life, liberty, justice. Um, what do you, what do you want out of life? What do you want out of society? It's just a great conversation. I was like, man, I didn't think there's no way (laughs) two weeks prior to watching this stuff that my kids, I would think my kids would want to have this conversation. So it's pretty cool. No, that is cool. That is cool. It, it makes them think about, you know, life. And I actually, I, I find that a lot of the Japanese anime truly, you know, makes the kids kind of think about what they're seeing. And it, it's a thought-provoking. It's fun. It's hilarious. Some of them are great. But there are some really interesting thought-provoking episodes there. And it was, yeah. you know, uh, it, it's kind of crazy. So. Yeah. Well, I, you know, anime is kind of, I wanted to touch base because I knew you watched the anime with your kids and, you know, kind of get you, get you relaxed, you know? So, you know, now, yeah, man, yeah, yeah, now, now we can uh, move on to the good stuff and talk about, yes. uh, you know, how my Cardano has doubled in price ever since I got some. 
dinner. <laughs> but no, has no. it really? Yes, it actually has. It really? has. Yeah, yeah, it's, it has. <laughs> yeah, it has. And sell, sell, sell. Nope, <laughs> no, 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 <laughs> no, no, not yet. It's an investment. Yeah. Remember? Yes, yes, it is. Well, for you, it turned out to be a really good deal because you didn't actually. Well, you know. So if you just sit on it for 10 years, <laughs> you yeah, could, it's going to do something, You, you right? could say it, yes. You could say it. You could yeah. say it. Yeah. I, yeah, I yeah, didn't yeah, pay yeah. a lot for the desk, I know. But, you know, <laughs> right. let's just be honest. No, so, I, I think my point was not necessarily that. I think my point was that you didn't reach into your checking account to pay for that. You yeah, sold an item. Yes, I And know. he bought you. So yeah. that's kind of what I was saying. I mean, you still yeah. got, you know. Yeah, it still did come out of your pocket because you actually bought the desk and you, you know. Well, no, and I had to, you know, it was funny because I remember somebody actually made a comment. You know, they were like, "Well, you know, why don't you give me the desk for the same price you bought it for?" And I'm like, "Because I had to pay to move it to my house." Mm-hmm. And he's like, "Yeah, oh," I was like, "Okay." Then. <laughs> So I'm pretty much breaking even there, poor chop. No, he's almost losing money. (laughs) So, you know, let's just be honest here. And he's like, oh, I didn't think of it like that. And I'm like, exactly. And it's like, why in the world would I lose money on this deal? And he's like, fair enough. You know, like, okay, come on, dude. You know, so, yeah. No, I liked, uh, I'm glad I could help, uh, you know, Dave out. And Dave kind of introduced me to the the Bitcoin and cryptocurrency environment, and so you know it's kind of it was a it was a win win for both of us. Oh yeah, definitely. I needed that desk. I'm glad you're getting something out of it. It was almost school time. Nick, I got something for you. Don't worry about that. Yeah, yeah, there you go. (laughs) I I don't know. He actually sent me a link to a YouTube video, and I did watch YouTube video, and it wasn't very long. It was like six or eight minutes or something like that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and it it talked about it explained, I guess it's called block. And I don't know like the whole thing about it yet, but BLOC. And basically what it is, is you're buying cryptocurrency for a block of businesses. Yes. So there could be five, 10, 20, 30, 40, whatever amount of businesses. And they're all in that one. So you're not buying stock to one business, hoping that they succeed or fail, whatever. Right. Yeah. These are multitudes of some of them can fail, some of them can, can succeed, and that all of them together determine how the your value. money goes up. Yeah. That's more intriguing to me. That to me seems like a chance of less failure than putting all your eggs in one basket. Yes, yeah, it's, 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 uh, it's a smaller risk, right? It's a lower, lower risk because um, so Amplify is the company that created the ETF. Right, and the they created an ETF based what, upon what does ETF stand for? Sorry, so it's a, a electronic trading fund. Okay, so those uh, those stocks are embedded in a larger stock, right? That you can invest into. Right. So what what uh, Amplify did was they found companies that are just associated with blockchains. Right, and then they bought those stocks and then built this uh, ETF and then you can invest in the ETF. Yeah. Super, super low risk in my opinion, compared to you guys going out and buying crypto on an exchange. Right. So some of these companies are like um, MicroStrategies, which MicroStrategies is a software company that now owns a lot of Bitcoin. I remember you saying over a hundred, how much? Oh, they just bought, I think, 177 million. Jay, can you look that up where you get a chance? Yeah, what do you got? I think 
micro strategies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, MicroStrategies, because I think they just purchased a, a large sum of Bitcoin right before it hit 50K. I got it, Jay. You go, you continue listening. <laughs> no, you're good. Um... So what will happen in the, in the short term is the stock called block um, will most likely go up in price because now a company that it's a part of that ETF now owns a large share of Bitcoin. And yeah. uh, MicroStrategy stock will also go up because they're a holder of, of Bitcoin as Bitcoin goes up in, in uh, the market overall. So it's pretty interesting. Like I, I found this by accident, <laughs> to be honest with you, and which led me into investing into other things as well. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they hold $5.3 billion after re recent buying spree. That's, yeah, it's interesting. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. Okay. So, so that's that's another way that uh, uh, people who are really thinking about doing it can actually invest. Yeah, MicroStrategy is at uh, $726 a share right now. And I, I bought in at 446 or something like that. Oh, like, nice. You know, yeah. So, really? Pretty, yeah. So, I, what I did was, and a lot of people don't know this too, is um, you can, if you have a Fidelity account, you know, 401k, you can actually create a um, brokerage account off that 401k and then sell a portion of your 401k back into dollars and then put that, that money into the brokerage account and then actively trade on any uh, or, or buy or sell or trade anything that's on the stock market. But do you yeah. suffer the yeah. penalties? I don't think so because of it being tied to your 401k. I will ask that question. Yes. Um, I couldn't get clarification because I was on the phone for two and a half hours with Fidelity and they were fighting me on doing it. <laughs> well, of course. Yeah. Their money. yeah, exactly. <laughs> they don't know. They have your money so they can loan it out to other people. They don't want to. Dude. Jay, what? I'm so glad you said that because that's actually going to be the next topic I want to bring up too. So, um, so Cardano, ooh, my favorite currency, and now you're a holder of it too. And I'm pretty sure Nick will be popping in about a week or so. Yeah, and uh, by the way, I, I just <laughs> want to say my son is as well. He actually he bought it. He bought three hundred dollars worth a um, couple of weeks ago. Hundred and fifty units. So it's yes. a few units less than me, and okay. and it's already gone up. I think eighty five dollars since he bought it. Nice. So he's wow. at, went. He invested in it at three hundred, and now it's at three eighty five. Yes, that's awesome. I'm like I liking it. There's definitely going to be. So he could actually sell it right now for three hundred eighty five bucks. Yes. Yes. Okay. Yeah. And uh, does he have a Coinbase account by any chance? He does have a Coinbase account. Great. I'm going to give you guys a tip as well. So a lot of people don't know this. When you have a Coinbase account, it actually creates two accounts for you. So there's the Coinbase, what they call a retail investor, which is usually people that buy from an app with the Coinbase app or just log into Coinbase and then make a deposit from their bank account or yeah. use their debit card to make a purchase. Right. When you sign up for Coinbase, it also creates a Coinbase Pro account. And a Coinbase Pro account is more for like active day traders to be able to uh, buy or sell or trade. Right. Um, now, with that active uh, Coinbase Pro account, 
you can set what they call limit orders. So you can say, uh, I, I want to get in at like a dollar fifty, right? So you put in a, a buy order a dollar fifty. Let's say a particular currency is at a dollar ninety, and then the the market skids 15, 20, 30 percent, and it'll automatically set that buy order for you. So once it reaches the dollar fifty, it automatically purchases whatever the amount you, you want to yes. want. Gotcha. Exactly. That makes sense. So right now you can't really do that on the regular Coinbase site. You can do recurring buys automatically, right. but you can't really set like a low set price and what they call scalp buying. Like, oh, I bought the dip. I'm scalping a little bit of currency. CJ writing it down because I know no, he's going to no, want to no, do it. No, no, no. <laughs> no, no, no. I was like, oh, man, I've heard this term. Yeah. So, no, this is funny you're saying it. Go ahead. So, no, no, no. Go before ahead. you go, I'm going to do it the smart way. So, once I get into this or I'm ready to put some money into this, I'm just going to sit Dave's ass down at my desk and log in, create me an account, get me all set up, and put my money where it needs to be. And then I'm going to learn from there. Yes, uh, I think that's a great way to do it. Yes, because well, you know—I mean, you know the ins and outs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I will Good tell thing. you, Nick, do it now, because based <laughs> okay. based based on what I'm reading and Jay's reading and what we've talked to Dave about, you're going to want to get in now. Oh, well, I guess tomorrow's the day, huh? Yeah, you don't want to wait. Ready, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I think what we're yeah. we're expecting Cardano. Well, I just to lost be... that on eighty-five bucks. Yeah, you... when I hear. Yeah, you did. <laughs> So I'll tell you what's, and I'm pretty sure this is what Jay's alluding to. So uh, let me give you guys a small backstory. The way how Cardano was created was through Charles Hoskinson. I I think I shared a couple videos with you guys. Ethereum creator. He's one of the co-creators of Ethereum. Yes, Yes, he is. Yes, he is. Yeah, this is a great, great, great story. Charles, man. When you guys start watching some of his uh, videos on YouTube, you're going to be like, I love Charles. He's, he's, he's a regular just guy. Right. And he's passionate and he cares. Right. And um, he has a lot of positive goals. Right. And he also tells people, fuck you when they're wrong. He literally tells, tells them, all, <laughs> right. which is awesome. Right. So, um, so Charles, what he ends up doing is uh, he leaves Ethereum. He starts Cardano. And um, they do an ICO, initial coin offering, inside of Japan, right? And this was almost five years ago. Japan just now enabled uh, Cardano, or the ADA token, to be actively traded on cryptocurrency exchanges inside of Japan. That was April, April or May. I think it was April, wasn't it? Oh no! That this was like maybe last week sometime. Oh, you're talking about when the announcement came out. Yeah, yes, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Yeah. So Jay's been reading. I like this. <laughs> <laughs> so, so now what's going to end up happening is there's going to be a, a large influx of people who've been holding that thing, holding ADA for quite some time. That's now going to want to interact with the blockchain on a whole different level. Because of what's coming in September. So Cardano, for the longest time, didn't have smart contracts, similar to the way smart contracts are on the Ethereum blockchain. Kind of went over smart contracts before. Yeah, It's eliminating the social contract that we 
we actively use right now and actually take that social contract and put it in lines of code. So the cool thing that's coming is the smart contracts are going to be enabled on the Cardano blockchain in September. What's uh, before, what took them so long to get here was the way smart contracts are created on the Ethereum blockchain is a problem. And the reason being is once you create the smart contract, you can't edit the smart contract to fix it if there's a problem. Ask Mina Kunes and Ashton Kutcher. They just lost, what, $600 million with the Ethereum tokens locked up in a contract that they can't get out. And no one can help them. It's just locked. In a, Forever. Yeah, yeah, it's just gonna sit there. There, yeah, there yeah, will never yeah. nobody will be ever nobody will ever be able to touch it. No. It's it's until until something happens with where they change the structure of Ethereum to fix these problems, they're gonna those tokens are locked up. Yeah, but the guy who co-founded Ethereum is now working on Cardano. So you just took the intelligence behind Ethereum and put him on something else. So we're talking just to give you an idea, Nick. Uh, there's been quotes on the internet that Cardano is going to be the Ethereum killer. Um, there's also, um, I found out, I don't know if it was today I read or yesterday, but Cardano is now the third there most popular and highest valued cryptocurrency. $100 billion market cap. Yep. <laughs> and they're investing in, I mean you're investing your money in just the I don't is it a business what are it's we a, talking it's about it's a currency it's a currency it's a currency yeah, yeah. So, so I think that's where I'm, I'm losing it is I don't understand the well, currency because it's portion. it's not common and I think this is what Dave's trying to explain <laughs> to people is we're used to seeing a paper dollar we're used to seeing you know a coin or whatever a yen yes. or whatever okay so that's something you can con you can see you can tangible as yes associate mm -hmm. with okay think of cardano is like a gigabyte okay okay it's a measurement of storage space okay the cardano is all it is is it's an electronic currency and it's a measurement of that electronic currency they don't have dollars for a Cardano, just like Japan or China doesn't have a dollar. They have a yen. So that's right. all it is, is. It's just a different currency, but it's hard for people to kind of wrap their head around because they're not used to this electronic currency, you know. Unless if you played a video game, it's a little easier because we've been dealing with electronic currency for years. Right. But it's it's very hard for people to kind of get their head around, and it's not uncommon. So you know, yeah. Okay, so it's not like like the American dollar. We have gold, and we create the monetarily value of the gold, and that's how we make the, the dollar bill. But that's how we used to do it. It's not yeah. like that anymore. <laughs> it's not like that anymore. So now what we do is we have the Federal Reserve, and. Uh, uh, the United States government goes to the federal service and says, hey, we need more money. And they print it and they, we, they charge us compound interest. Yes. And then we have to pay that back. And that's how we get that AAA rating credit score right. as, a, as a country. When we default on loans, then obviously 
our credit score goes down. Right. So that, that's a problem because we have a small group of people that's saying, hey, United States government, you need to pay this back in interest based upon what we feel that the market is doing. Right. You can eliminate all of that, right, by just putting all of that information on the blockchain. So what Cardano is going to essentially be is the blockchain for blockchains and then some, right? So there's a great video Charles did about um, uh, the island, the pond, and the ocean. So Cardano is the island now. And what's going to end up happening is the island is going to continuously grow and then connect to the pond. And the pond is all the other blockchains that are that are a part of the of the cryptocurrency industry. Right. The ocean is the current uh, system of the internet, the way we see the internet now. The problem with the internet is if you use your debit card on the internet, there's a possibility that someone can breach a centralized server, steal that data, and we're all screwed. <laughs> it happens more times than none than people would even realize. Oh yeah. So that's not that's not secure. And dude, I really don't think people need to know where I live for me to buy a, a song off of Amazon or a book off of Amazon if it's a digital version of the book, right? Right. right. You just need to be able to have me pay you for what you're giving, well, what I'm requesting. They're charging you for tax, sales tax. But even yeah. then, all they need to know is the state. Because let's eliminate local uh, local taxes. There you go. There you go. So, uh, and also, uh, credit cards and debit cards weren't really truly designed to be, you know, used on the internet. They just used workarounds to make it work. Right. And this is how you get PayPal. And this is how you get Amazon's, you know, way of doing business. And then you have all these larger companies that keep coming in and changing the industry to make it fit because it's the, the card is being so used heavily that we have to figure out ways to make it work for the Internet. OK, so moving forward, mm -hmm. how did Cardino actually start? Ah, so go back to that. Yeah. So Charles left Ethereum, started Cardano. So he started Ethereum. No, no, he was a co-founder. So I, I'll give you a backstory on that. So uh, Vitalik Buterin is the one who who uh, wrote the white paper for Ethereum. Charles uh, saw the white paper and was like, "Hey, you know, I'm already a part of this Bitcoin ecosystem, and I really like what 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 Vitalik's trying to do with smart contracts." It should be a feature of Bitcoin, but Bitcoin maximalists, people who are diehard fans of the original um, Satoshi white paper, they're like, hey, this is what Satoshi wanted. We're using this as a Bible and anything else is crap. They're purists. So, yeah. Right. You, you, it's like anything with like religion, um, uh, anything that happens with a society, you, you have people that have differences of opinion, break off and do their own thing. Right. Right. So uh, Charles and Fatali get together. Charles brings in a couple of the guys. They're all working together on Ethereum. Charles is there for six months and they raised this huge, like a crap load of money on an ICO and it went great. And then they started launching the project. 
Charles was like, hey, there is no uh, system in place to actually keep these guys who co-founded Ethereum and went out and campaigned to raise all this money to actually have them complete what they said they were going to do. There's not there's no mechanism to keep them to do what they said, right? So they got all this money. They're flying all over the world, pitching Ethereum after the ICO, growing Ethereum. But who's actually building the system as based upon the white paper that they created? So there was this large conference call and a large meeting, and Charles butted heads with a bunch of people in that room, and he got cast away. So he he's like, okay, if this is how it's going to be, I'm going to leave. I'm going to start my own stuff. No, so but I mean, the, obviously he recognized there was problems with the Ethereum, and we, you've already talked about how Ethereum has problems at the base level. Yes. Yeah, and so obviously he had to have recognized that, and and something had to have been said. I mean, come on. Let's, oh, oh yeah. yeah. You know. Well, that's well, that's the thing too. At the moment in time, you, you got a 21 year old who's you know wrote the white paper. I mean, Vitalik Buterin is a very brilliant guy. He's on a level of Elon Musk. He knows like seven different languages, I think now. Um, Good lord. Yeah, yeah. He's just they, they call him actually a star baby. They think that he's from a different planet somewhere in the Orion's belt. It's really strange. <laughs> okay. okay. Cult-like okay. movement. Okay. I, I really do have bad. a question though for you. You said yeah. he's extremely intelligent, but is he very wise? That's well. Wise comes with what experience. And age. Yes. And Charles had that. Yep. So when he went to approach, this is my perspective. So when he went to go approach uh, Vitalik about these things, you have these guys that in suits, and this happened in um, the dot com boom. You have suits come in that come behind people and they're like, that guy's bad. Don't listen to him. Yes. He's I just know. Trying, to, trying to steal your glory. Right. Yes. He thinks that he's smarter than you. So then, all, it's you like, know what? He was. Hmm? <laughs> you, it, I, you see it now, but you know, five years ago, <laughs> I know. But no, no, no. But, I mean, let, let's just be honest, okay? So it, this is a. It, I'm just gonna stop for a second. I, I want to have this yeah. little quick discussion about this. Yes, please. Okay. okay, intelligence over wisdom. Okay, there are plenty of people who are like Sheldon from Big Bang Theory, mm-hmm. insanely intelligent. But they can't operate in the real world. Can't tie their shoe. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, wh- where 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 do you think you fall? Because I'm I'm just I'm just curious. I'm more wise than intelligent, and my wisdom actually guides me to intelligence. Okay. I like that. Good for you. <laughs> I, I believe that. Okay. No, I, I, I you know it's it's it, that's good. I haven't if he known was you. Sitting here with a master's degree, I'd be like, uh, "You full of shit, Dave." <laughs> yeah, you know. But you know, the master's degree would kick in, and I would, I'd a bunch, throw a bunch of word salad at you and make you feel stupid. Go, ha! <laughs> yeah, I don't need that crap. You know what? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, no one does. No yeah. one does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, okay, well, that's cool. I was just curious. Okay, we can go back to finishing your story because yeah, I mean, so, it's it's the, for me, it's hard. Because obviously this guy has, he has some intelligence as well, but he's also mm-hmm. older. Now, you know, yeah, you probably have some suits back there who are like, you know, 
hey, this guy's just trying to steal your glory. You know, uh, here's the whole thing. If you're going to make a ton of money, that's where the greed comes in, I think. Those yes. suits were like, you know, hey, he's going to take, he's going to steal from us. He's going to take our glory. He's going to take our money. Do you disagree with that or agree with that? Uh, no, I agree with that. And I think that's what's going on with Ethereum right now. And that's why Ethereum is in a between a rock and a hard place. Okay. They just they just did an upgrade and it didn't really fix the things that, that it needed to fix. So like the high gas fee problem. Yeah. So like you're going to send a transaction and pay $100 in Ethereum? Oh, that's crazy. No. Yeah, yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. I, I didn't mean to get you off your story of the background. I just, you know, when you said that, I was like, okay, yeah, that triggered me. It clicked. Me. Yeah, yeah, yes. no, it no, triggered no, no. me. It, it didn't click. It, it triggered me. What? Well, no, Jay, I tell you this right now. If you and I were in that room, we would have sided with Charles. Oh yeah, one hundred percent. Yeah, that's exactly what would have happened because we would have seen it and be like, man, we're actually trying to, you know, even though I, I'm a millionaire at this point in time in the room, you're a millionaire at this point in time. So is Charles. So is so is Vitalik. But what's really keeping us from actually? You know, keeping us here in this room and building what we told our investors we were going to build. Yeah, yeah. There was nothing there was keeping them there. There was no mechanism in place. So Charles Integrity. left did his own thing. That was yeah, right, right, right. right. <laughs> Sorry. Which is hard. Some people don't have that. I know. Some people don't have that integrity. Yeah, <laughs> sorry, sorry, I had to make a comment, folks. You know, I no, had to no, interrupt. No. That's good. That's good. This is yeah. what this. This is a. This is exactly what this forum is for. Yeah. Go ahead. Exactly Go what ahead. Forum is for. Sorry. So, so Charles leaves. He he, he creates uh, a th- uh, Cardano. He also creates a company that he owns called um, IOHK. Input output Hong Kong. It was based in all. It was based in Hong Kong. They recently changed the name to Input Output Global because they are a global company. They build blockchains and support blockchains for um, other other companies and other entities. Um, but then also, they have a direct contract with the Cardano Foundation to build um, the uh, the the infrastructure for. Um, for Cardano in the long run. So to make it more successful, basically. Right. And yeah. there's different errors inside of Cardano that they're they're supposed to maintain and build upon. Right. Yeah. So we went through the Byron era, right? And that's basically the core foundation era of Cardano. And then we went from Byron to Shelley. And Shelley enabled um staking. So we went from federated servers, centralized servers, to a decentralized platform where there's nodes. All over the world. I'm wearing my Cardano node shirt right now. Uh-huh. Next, next point, I was like, ah, you see, I'll put it all together, right? <laughs> I just, I didn't even look at <laughs> the shirt. shirt. Yeah, Cardano node, right? So there's a bunch of nodes right now. There's 3,000 stake pools throughout the world, right? And um, what Charles and IOHK did was they built this algorithm called Ouroboros, which allows that um, part of the network to work. So it's an algorithm. So Nick, as a what they would call you a holder of of ADA tokens, you can actually take your stakeholder at that point, right? Right. So as a stakeholder, you can delegate your tokens to a stake pool, and then the algorithm pays you 5% annually. Okay. And now, guess what? It's not 5% annually um, in a lump sum. 
they broke it down in what they call epochs. Epochs happen every five days. So you have a snapshot out of the network, of the whole network, all the wallets in the network, and where they're staking. Right. And then they calculate what's your uh, uh, your return on ADA is going to be based upon how much is staked on that uh, particular pool. And then you get what we call dividends, right? So your your job as a stakeholder is to hold up the network. You want to have as much reliability as possible. Right. So that's your job. My job is to process transactions and mint new blocks for, for new currencies. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know, I know. But Nick, the reason why you're doing that is because you're probably a little bit more visual. So as I'm telling yeah. you and you're looking at it, you go, oh, okay, I got some material for you. Yeah. You're gonna, it'll click That's and you're like, I'm oh, shit. Because <laughs> I am, I'm visual. Yeah, right. So, so now um, that's a layer of freedom for people because 5% is a lot of money right now. Right. You go open a, a savings account, you're going to get 0.01%. Yeah. And then you have inflation. Yep. <laughs> On top of that. So you're like, I'm not really making any money. So where, there's, where, where can I make a percentage of my money? By buying ADA, finding a, grid, a great stake pool, which you can, you, you can search any stake pool on like, adapools.org Is isn't there mm-hmm. isn't there funds or fees when you join a stake pool though yeah so i'll tell you about that too so there's uh the the fee is uh to ada up front right and uh you get that ada back if you undelegate your your stake as well okay so okay it, so that, that's you don't a technically cool lose it it's just you're delegating it to them and then if you leave, you get it back. Okay, so right, what's exactly. the benefit of that then? So the benefit of that is what they don't want you to do is um, it's incentivizing. They want you to be incentivized to hold the token because the more people that hold the token, the more secure the network is right. from what they call civil attacks, like a large corporation coming in and buying more than 50% of the ADA, and now they control the network. Right. So they want you to be incentivized on holding the token. So the way that the two, two, uh, two ADA fee to, to state, to delegate your, your uh, token works is that goes as like a fee to uh, join the network almost. Right. 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 So they don't want to hold that fee and you just lose it. Like, wait, that's that, that's a form of what they call usury, right? That's kind of like how the banks work now. You you have have you have to have a fee to operate with us. Like, but, but I'm giving you my money, and then you're loaning it to someone else, and then you're going to charge me a fee to have that bank account? Yes, I know. <laughs> no, exactly. Yeah, it's a racket. I mean, let's be honest. It, the banks are a racket. So you're right, exactly. So. They didn't want that. They don't want to have usury. So they, they designed it that way. Also, they don't want you hopping in between pools because that makes the, 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 um, it makes the network a little bit unbalanced, right? Yes, 100%. Okay. Yeah. Right. So now, um, now the transaction fee behind um, 
submitting it for the first time. So like, let's say like, Jay, I paid you, well, I, I sent you some ADA. Yeah. I want to talk about how much you got. Um, and I paid a fee of 0.175 ADA to send a transaction. So the way how that works is 20% of that goes to a treasury, right? And the treasury holds on to it, and it, and it, 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 com- it goes into a, uh, a treasury pool. Now, anyone, even you guys, can go on this website called Ideal Scale, and then you can submit a proposal for doing anything that involves Cardano and promoting Cardano, right? You can request ADA tokens, and then you are a project manager now. So let's say, Nick, you were going to do like a, a, a bike ride. You're gonna, I'm going to ride all 50 states. Okay. You want to buy a new Harley to do it. Okay. So what you're going to do is you're going to submit a proposal. You're going to be like, hey, this is how much it's going to cost to ride throughout the whole 50 states, right? I'm going to go on this uh, ideal scale and submit a proposal, and then I'm going to paint my bike blue and white, and I'm going to have Cardano stickers all over it. And then every time that I go into a restaurant, I'm going to wear a Cardano shirt. And <laughs> the people that are involved now, this is also twofold, right? So now as a, a delegator, I can go in to IDSCA, look at your proposal, vote yes, and I get incentivized at the end of the proposal. Wow. I get incentivized for voting on your proposal. So how much are you getting yes for this podcast? No. <laughs> wait a minute now now i'm interested <laughs> and people have submitted proposals to have cardano sponsor their podcast yes I and have. they've got funds to do it they bought all brand new equipment got a studio pretty cool jay what are you waiting on yeah yeah thanks <laughs> you, hey, the two of you already own stock so you're part of the aren't you guys part of the board by now yeah, yeah, there you go. Wish. Yeah, right. yeah, well that's that's a dope thing we technically do have a board, right? The treasury is the board. So right. you, we are holders uh, and stakeholders, right, in the game. We're in it, right? right? So we can vote on those proposals, and we get incentivized for voting. We get ADA for voting. Yes. It's freaking cool, man. Get on it. Let's go. <laughs> Jay, can I borrow about five grand? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, I, so, I got no money, okay? I just dropped $600 on a video card. I'm sorry. Oh, that's actually a pretty good price. What'd you buy? A thirty sixty. Oh, nice. Yeah, nice. So, yeah, I was thinking, huh? dude, their um, GPUs are going up in price again. Yeah, they are. Damn Ethereum network. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, no, 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 yeah. no. no, we can talk about video cards after the show. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, no, I got yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so, so I, anyway, go ahead. We're mainly focused on Cardino, but mm-hmm. you could do that with Ethereum. You could do that with all the other ones as well. Or no. You can do it with some of them. So Tezos is another um, blockchain that has their own currency that you can submit proposals and and people can vote on those proposals. So to start Cardano, where did the currency come from? So uh, they minted uh, some of the tokens. And then now um, the federated servers are – we're minting tokens, and then they kind of scaled off of that. And now we have these individual nodes throughout the world that are minting new tokens. Okay. So that's that's kind of how it all works, right? So um, it's it's it basically you're creating an ecosystem, 
Right. So who holds on to the tokens for me to go in and buy them? All right. So that's that's a little different, right? So um, IO, uh, IOHK or IOG, whichever, whichever you prefer, um, they got with individual exchanges and was like, hey, we want to list our token. And I said, okay, we need X amount of liquidity. We need X amount of tokens on the exchange to be able to have our users buy, trade, and sell, right? right. right. All right, so that's how that happens. So there, uh, IOG has um, a portion of, of, of ADA tokens. So does the Cardano Foundation. And the cool thing is the Cardano Foundation is a nonprofit organization. Right. So, and then you have Emergo, which is actually a promotional company. But, and, and Emergo is based out of Japan as well. So, um, I know it's, it's, Nick, it's it, massive. It, this is a very different ecosystem. We're basically taking the banking system and all the stuff that we've never seen in the banking system and didn't know how it all worked. We're opening Pandora's box and then putting it on the blockchain for everybody to see. There's no, really, there's no usury. Well, and it's, right? and, and we're, op- he says opening Pandora's box, which is negative, but this has actually been a, kind of a positive side so yes yeah because pandora's box is kind of like a negative connotation but <laughs> you know uh, yeah like the swaths. yeah swaths. there you go yeah, exactly yeah. <laughs> no but i mean it, it's it, i understand what you're saying we're opening up uh it, honestly it's almost we're providing more transparency to the currency yes. would you agree with that statement yes 100 percent agree you're opening up the ark of the covenant Yes. <laughs> oh no, that's a bad thing too, dude. Come on. Well, you just gotta keep your eyes closed. You're yeah. fine. Or don't touch it. Don't, you yeah. can touch it. No, you, you can't. You can't touch no. it. You can't see it. Yeah. You can no. touch it. You, you can't no, no, touch no. it. You can't even touch it either. That's why that's they have wooden the... poles. That's, yeah. That, yeah. That's what they're always depicted with people holding a wooden poles. Oh. Yes. I was like, man. This, so now, like, even with that, I don't want to go to one rabbit hole, but was that some type of uh, power system? That had uranium in it, and that's why you couldn't touch it. <laughs> I, I don't know anymore. There's so many things. The wrath there. of God. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I do. It was this little <laughs> rabbit with big fangs, <laughs> and it spit dark matter out at you. <sighs> there is something wrong with us. Yes, yes. there is. <laughs> so, so I'm gonna pray uh, for both d- of you tonight. Anyway, go ahead. <laughs> I, I, I appreciate it, Nick. Appreciate it. My name first, please. My name first. I need it more than he does. So, yeah, people have listened we'll, to the podcast. We agree. Anyway, so. Yes. <laughs> so then um, there's this new evolution called NFT tokens, right? Non-fungible tokens. Now break that down what, for you. Fungible? What the heck? Fungible versus fungible? non-fungible. Fungible? <laughs> and fungible. I'll, I'll break that down. Okay. What, what, where did that fungible come from? That's oh, half dude. funds, so, half fungus. <laughs> fungible. Okay. I I didn't They're even chips. know what this like what non fungible meant until I really like dive. Are we saying the it. word right? Fungible. No, it's fungible. Yeah, For, fungible versus non fungible. I, yes. I had to ask because this is completely messed up. Okay, go ahead. Tell us. Tell us I know, what it is. Ter- it's a terrible. Oh man, I can't stand it. But I'm it is what it, it is. Right. Yeah, it is, yeah, it yeah. is a technical term. So I'll break it down for you. Fungible is like. Me loaning Jay twenty dollars, and then Jay 
being able to pay me back the $20 any which way, right? He can give it to me in ones, five, tens, and it doesn't have to be the same exact serial number $20 bill that I gave him. That's fungible. I got you. Non-fungible is, Nick, you lending your motorcycle to Jay for a weekend, and he comes back with a different motorcycle. It's, it's the same exact color. That's some bullshit, right? There. <laughs> <laughs> That's some bullshit. Right? It's the same exact color, but guess what? It has different serial numbers, it's different tags. Like, that's not my motorcycle. And Jay keeps telling you it is. You're like, wait, that's that's that is non-fungible. You know what? That sounds oh, like shady. That's a, that sounds like parents with pets. Anyway, yeah. sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Your pet died and I'm replacing it with another life. Yeah, exactly. Pet. That's yeah. exactly right. Come on. It's not the same. <laughs> <laughs> That's a non-tangible pet. Anyway. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yes, exactly. Yeah, there you go. Damn, Jay, that was pretty quick. I like that. I like that. Jay, you can stop right to it. So, yeah. So um, now what you have is this NFT token. So there's a, there's two ways to do this, right? There's the Ethereum way and then there's the Cardano way. The Ethereum way is uh, you have to create your own platform and then you have to have a smart contract and write it your own way. And it's pretty expensive and um, it's not native to the blockchain. So that means that it's a, it's, it's a separate token different and completely not even close relatively the same of ethereum why would you're on your own exactly and it's more expensive that way too because guess what you need to buy ethereum tokens to be able to move the damn nft that i just created nick well (laughs) how the fuck did i just get in trouble yeah i know right I didn't do anything and I'm in trouble. You're like, wait, what? what, what how Story much are of your married doing? life, man. Anyway, sorry, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, so, now, so now it's like Dave's NFT, I, I got, let's say I got 10,000 NFTs, right? And Nick, you want to buy one. And now it's on the Ethereum network. You have to buy Ethereum. You have to use a particular wallet called MetaMask. And MetaMask allows you to interact with my smart contract to be able to buy my NFT token. Oh, by the way, gas fees are super high right now. And I, and I have this really, really, you know, uh, um, a cheap sale going on. And instead of the NFTs costing you 20 um, Ethereum tokens, it's only going to cost you 10 for the next five days. So what ends up happening is you, everybody and their mom is rushing to buy my NFT because they look cool, number one. Number two, they're super rare. And number three, um, I'm probably going to burn some of them later on, and they're going to make more. It's make the one that you end up buying now more rare. Okay, so everybody listening, I want you to send me an email if you understood everything he said. <laughs> Please do. And then we can do another oh, podcast talking God. about those. Yeah. There's like 600,000 different directions that that went. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It absolutely makes absolutely no sense to me. It's it's not simple. So you know like how uh, uh, Jay's a collector of memorabilia? I am a collector. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Jay has a football that's super rare. That's signed by a handful of, of players on a particular team. Right. Come right. on, you can tell you can tell the football. Okay, so folks, I've got. Uh, go ahead. I've got a, I, I, <laughs> I want I, you to tell. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So I have a football. I actually have two footballs. One's for me, and one's for my son. They're exactly the same. They have literally been signed by like I don't know, 
16 or 17 of the Texans. Um, and this was before DeAndre Hopkins got uh, traded. So it's got DeAndre Hopkins. You know, it's got J.J. Uh, Watt. It's got a couple of really cool guys. And, you know, it's, it's, it's a really kind of really nice thing. Um, the reason we have two is, is, you know, my son has his and I have mine. And whenever I, I die, pass away at 70, I hope, 75, 80, um, it's going to be buried with me. And that's, uh, he's going to take his to his grave with him. And it's kind of going to be one of those pieces that kind of joins us. Uh, it's a really nice football. It's autographed. I used to be an insanely huge Texans fan. So, um, you know, it's just, but yeah, so, you know, just talking about the memorabilia, go ahead and finish your story. Yes. So that football is super rare. Yes. So they're, they're actually, it, it's priceless to Jay, but there's a marketplace for that. Right. Right. So an NFT token is almost the same exact thing. It's a super rare item. And then there's a marketplace for that item. Right. And uh, the cool thing is, um, it resides on the blockchain, and then there's a uh, the blockchain knows one that NFT is real based upon how it was created, two that it has a um, unique um, identifier for it, and three that it actually has a policy ID that you can reference to on the blockchain to actually look at how rare that token is. Yes, okay. and so it's it's no different than if you know we had a, um, I'm going to call it the uh, King Griffey Jr. rookie card, Oof. which are insanely rare, um, and people get them destroyed all the time, whatever, yes. and they're very hard to come by right now. So it, it but it, you can look at the card, you can see the card, and you know it's real as soon as you see it because there's distinguishing marks on the card. And that's the same thing with this. With these uh, NFTs. Yes, the NFTs. What's the most expensive baseball card ever? That's a really good question. I kind of got out of the baseball card market when I'm I was like that knows the 13, that 14. Question. Go ahead. You do? Yeah. Oh, dope. Tell us, please. Honus Wagner. Ooh. Honus Wagner. $1.8 okay. million. Dang. One card. So I, I need one of those. <laughs> so what, what, what's cool is... There will be a day that, well, and this is happening right now. So, um, just so many cool things happen in the yeah. NFT market. So, um, in baseball, basketball, and football, they're moving some of their merchandise to NFTs because, as a season ticket holder, and if uh, uh, you get certain perks for being a season tickle holder, right? Right, right? Okay. Now with NFTs, you're you automatically get exclusive rights to certain things with the team. Right. That you can they can't do right now because there there's no way to authenticate certain things as a season ticket holder. So with NFTs they can put your your seats on an NFT, right? Um they can authenticate your tickets so they can't be replicated on a third-party market. Yep. No scalping. No scalping, right? Um, you, you're true, a true owner of those seats, 
and you can do whatever you want. You can take a loan out against it. You can have your friend uh, borrow the NFT tokens. Um, Then, uh, oh, you want to have exclusive rights to to a dinner party with JJ Watt? Now, when you can use your credentials, right, to, to try and get into this party, but they really don't know Nick. And, and is, is Nick really who he say he is? When you have an NFT, you can actually create an access list. And now we can assign a badge to you. And that badge allows you in the building at a certain time of the year for this dinner party. Right. And But, but that's all part of your season ticket holder package. But it's all based off of NFT tokens. Wow. So that it, makes sense. Right. I mean, I get that. And those, all of those things are coming, right? So right now is big. The, the, one of the big problems with uh, the NFT NBA tokens are they're called uh, Top Shot, and they're going for astronomically amount of money right now. Yeah. The problem is you, they create these, they have these um, images, right? So like uh, like LeBron James did w- one heck of a dunk in a, inside of a game. And they have that as an image that you can play back and you can actually own the image as an NFT token. The problem is they they have these things called packs. So you can, yeah, it's not a fungible token. You can, you can buy a pack of Top Shot um, uh, uh, tokens, right? And you open a pack and you get to see all the images that you got in that pack. Let's say that pack costs 10 Ethereum. The problem is the image that you have might be in a different style of pack and there's no distinguishing characteristics between those two images yes they have their own individual serial number and stuff like that on the blockchain but if i bought a pack for 10 ethereum tokens i can also buy a pack for five ethereum tokens and that same image might be in there so there's really like why did i spend the 10 ethereum tokens then if i can just go ahead and spend five Right, and still get the same image. So that's some of the things that they're having problems with. They're they're going to figure this out. They really are. Um, there actually is a, an NFT website where you can actually uh, buy NFT tokens on high school players before they get really? signed with a big um, NCAA team, which I mean, is like that's a chance though. You never know. Yeah, oh, it's a big chance. It's a big chance. It was a chance. Yeah, but if that if you buy it then as a high school player and that he ends up going to the show, no, well, yeah, banking. of course, yeah, exactly. No, you're right. But what if so, he ends up not going to the show and goes to some junior college, <laughs> right? Or towards tor- his ACL, <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> he's not, and he's done for. Yeah. So yeah. it is a gamble. Yeah. But it is taking things to a whole nother level that we haven't even or just started to tap into right yeah so yeah, there's 100%. gonna be a lot of different things with a lot of different nfts man it's coming it's gonna be huge and the the, the big difference between the cardano and ethereum is all of these tokens are native to the blockchain they actually have an uh, a cardano token embedded into it and it's actually worth uh, uh one ada token when it's minted and, right and, and the cardano we can fix the contracts like the Ethereum can't. Oh, uh, yeah, we can we can vet the, the the contracts way ahead of time so they're just they're not broken. Yeah. Wow. So and also the cool thing is too is uh there's a thing called an ECR20 converter. So Ethereum has all of these small smaller 
uh, cap tokens that reside and ride on the Ethereum blockchain. And those that that particular uh, uh, protocol is called ERC20, right? What Charles is a very smart man. He knew exactly what he was doing when he did this. He created um, a Ethereum virtual machine and then also created an ERC20 converter. So all these developers that are kind of fed up with Ethereum and the lack of planning and foresight and um, vision for Ethereum and how to fix things and get overall better as a blockchain, they can take their project, convert it from Ethereum to Cardano and get all the benefits that Cardano offers now. Wow. That's a game changer. Does there approve, does somebody have to approve that or it just, you can just do it? No, you can just do it if you want to. And then you can also, con it's, it's a two-way conversion. You can convert back if you wanted to as well. So let's say no, you, don't you had a broke. No, you don't want to do that. You don't want to do that. Don't want to do that. Don't stay. Well, what will happen is people will convert and then they'll see how easy it is to do things in the uh, uh, Cardano ecosystem and they'll stay. One of the biggest NFT projects on Cardano is called Space Buds. This guy, I think he's actually a college student still. He, he was a Ethereum developer and he wanted to do this project and he ended up choosing Cardano over Ethereum. Yeah. And it's the largest pro NFT project right now. Like I got, I got, <laughs> I'll, I'll full disclosure, I have a Space Bud and it's a Space Bud shark. And it has three, oh no, four attachments to it. It has a space bud belt, space bud blaster, space bud hockey stick, and it has a, a cover for the helmet, right? The rarity level behind that, it's the only one that's like it. Wow. It's worth over 10,000 Ethereum, uh, uh, I'm sorry, 10,000 ADA tokens right now. Um, that's a long term hold for me. Right. Yes. I could sell that, cash out goes stupid crazy on random stuff, but that's not my plan. Right. But there's only 10,000 space buds. And over time, what's going to be happening is people are going to lose wallets. People are going to, you know, sell them for, you know, yeah, random stuff. Or they'll trade them for other NFT tokens because you can also do that on, on the Cardano network. Yep. Um, and um, it was interesting to hear his perspective. And he's like, Dude, as a Ethereum developer, Cardano is just way easier, hands down. Well, I was I was I was blown away when he said that. I was like, oh, okay, there's something here. So, when developers do eventually leave, it's going to be very interesting to hear their perspective on how much easier it is to build build upon Cardano. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I think, you know, it, it's been interesting to listen to some of the other people talk. And I agree with you when you, I think you sent me a text um, talking about how, you know, by October we could see a, a decent price on Cardano or ADA. Um, based on what I'm reading, I, I don't disagree with that comment. I mean, it's really kind of been very interesting. And it's been interesting to learn about it, I'll be honest with you. So, um I actually kind of was happy uh, you, we, we got introduced on this one. Yeah, man. Uh, and, and the cool thing is, too, is there's going to be a lot of different ways to make more ADA inside of the Cardano uh, ecosystem. 
like uh, what that's coming next is with smart contracts, you're going to be able to lend out your ADA at a percentage. You're you're basically a lender, right? At that point, you're a bank almost, yeah. right? So there's going to be people in this world that can't access banks the way we do here because we were born into the system that we're that we have yeah. in the United States. Yeah, right. there are people that were born out of the system. They're born in Africa. 13 generations strong on a farm. They don't even own the farm, farm technically because they don't have a deed or anything like that. Right. So how do we fix that? So what we do is we take uh, the Cardano blockchain and then we have smart contracts and then people have digital identities, DIDs, right? So now you can get a birth certificate. Now the birth certificate turns into a driver's license. Now you can drive a car. Now you, and this is all certified on the blockchain. Now you in turn, um, you can, you're able to get a job. You, now you're able to pay bills, you're building credit and it's all on the blockchain. So, uh, um, you go ahead. No, go ahead. Go ahead. I was, I got something to follow up after you're done. Okay. So, uh, so once you start building for a country, that doesn't have much, you, you're building infrastructure for them. But now that infrastructure is easier to implement into our country. Right. The problem with, with what we got going on is we have a system that works, but doesn't work well. And you know how that works. Guys, we're, we're <laughs> we see it every day. We are in the IT you know, spectrum of the world. And we see systems that are implemented that don't work. And we just have workarounds constantly. Right. Right? Well, yeah. Let's, so, let's not go down that road. That's a whole nother podcast. <laughs> That's a whole nother podcast. Right. <laughs> so, so Cardano is helping the country of Ethiopia creating these digital identities for students and teachers from fifth grade and up. Right. That's five, roughly five million new users. Right. And they're going to continue doing this for the next couple of years. Right. So then now as a student, I'm going to go from fifth grade all the way to high school. All my credentials are going to be on the blockchain. And now it's going to be easier for me to apply for colleges. Yes. Makes sense. Yes. So because all my credentials are certified now. What's up, man? <laughs> you know so, this is this it i'm telling you it sounds extremely interesting it sounds extremely uh multifaceted it is fucking boring as hell <laughs> none of this is exciting to me at all none no you're good i know i know it absolutely it just it's a poor be just it, yeah, I don't it's, get it. It's 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 a it's a whole because you'll start talking button. about one thing, and the next thing you know, you're 15 different things away from it talking about the one thing. Right, because that's kind of how it almost works well, in a way. But that's the way. But okay, I'm gonna make a comment, well, Nick. This is, put a bullet in my head. No, 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 no. This, <laughs> no, this, we this, don't want you doing that. <laughs> this is this is great for those kids that have ADHD. Because it literally skips around so much, and it just literally jumps around so much, and so they can actually follow the train of thought. (laughs) I'm just teasing. I'm just teasing. But you know, I mean, but honestly, if you think about it, you know, kids these days they don't they have an attention span of a gnat. I mean, come on, let's be honest. 
And so it, the constant moving of the target that he does is almost like their kind of attention span. And for us right. older, it's a little harder because we can focus on the one thing that we've been talking about. And this one has a tendency, you know, and it, it, it just is what it is. Now, I do have two comments I'm going to make. Just I wanted to share, okay, um, yes. you know, while we're, we're at the stop point for a second. Um, one thing I did learn um, also, uh, I was reading an article today where Vista Bank, I think it was Vista Bank, is going to start letting people um, use their bank for their cryptocurrency. Mm-hmm. And that's because U.S. Treasury did that in uh, late 2019. Yeah. And so it, they're, they're going to be you, the first bank. And I was really kind yep. of sure, you know, and then you've got, they listed all the companies you can now use your cryptocurrency with. And PayPal was actually one of them. I was very surprised. Yes. PayPal is uh, they're actually starting their own platform too for cryptocurrency. They want people to trade yeah. and buy and sell. Yeah. So it was very interesting. I just wanted to share that. Um, and Nick, I know it can get a little boring at times. But, you know, <laughs> I know, I know, I know. But you know what? It, it, not all our episodes I I, are— I can't fo- say that it's boring. Yeah. I'm not saying that it's boring. It's overwhelmingly hard to understand. Yeah. Well, but, I mean, it that's what we're here. For us simple-minded folk. Right. We're, we're, trying to, we're trying to share <laughs> this with people so they can— you know, they may hear one thing that they want to go read an article about. And, and that's—we're trying to educate our, you know, our, our crowd, our fans, or whatever. You know, hopefully they will learn something. You know, we're this is a, this is what our podcast is about. You know, kind well, of. I mean, I have learned a few things, but it is so overwhelmingly busy. Yeah, there's a yeah. lot, and the thing there's is, a it's a lot. And there's a, I tell you this, guys, I probably know about sixty percent of what's going on right now in Cardano, and that scares me. I feel like I'm gonna miss something, and I'm be like. Damn it! I would have invested in that, and I would I just what, what what was I doing at that point? I was looking at something else. Yes, exactly. <laughs> so th- that's where when uh, so backstory when I was talking about me selling the twenty seven thousand Ethereum tokens right. at nine dollars. Okay, if I would if we would have held on to that and then reinvested it inside of the Cardano um, uh, Ethereum uh, ecosystem, I would have quadrupled that. And you wouldn't be sitting here. I probably would still be sitting here. You oh, still would but be. You'd be filthy. Yeah, I probably you'd have drove your Maserati over here. Again. Yeah. <laughs> no, he'd have bought a nice house for his family, and then mm-hmm. he'd have to work uh, work he the same has job. All that. No, no, no. He's got to work mm. a nicer house. You know. Uh, yes. But then he still Fox, has he, he still has to have a job so he can pay those taxes to the state. You know. Yeah. He can yeah. buy his own man lift to cut <laughs> his own tree. Yeah, there you go. There you go. You're killing me. So, so that that's what I'm actually trying to figure out now. It's like, okay, I'm a stake pool operator. I'm doing pretty good overall as a stake pool operator. Um, what what's next? I need to build something inside the ecosystem. I need to pick up a shovel. Yeah, there you go. Good for you. That that's the next thing. Okay. I need to build, I need I I got some ideas, but I need to I need to build something. So I need to learn how to write a smart contract. I need to learn how to create an NFT. A, create a, there you go. Create an NFT. I I got an NFT game that I created, me and my son created. 
it would be extremely addicted. I'm actually almost afraid to build it because I know what it's going to do to people. There you go. <laughs> if you can make money on that, why be afraid of it? That's when the narcissism comes in and it, the sociopathic tendencies. So, so I'll kind of give you guys a brief, uh, a brief breakdown of the NFT. So imagine... Uh, eek, uh, okay, hold uh, on, hold imagine- on, hold on, before you continue that. We're sitting in an, an hour and 15 minutes. Can we do this on the next episode? <gasps> of yes, course. we can. <laughs> I'm just saying, Please you know, because we could. Heaven. Yes, no, we no, can. no. We, we're, we're, we're getting a little long on this one. And I just looked up and I'm like, oh, yeah, we're getting a little long on this one. And we've got some good content. I know you guys would enjoy it. Um, but I think, you know, we, let's do a follow up session. Because, yeah, I think we could probably go for another a little bit, you know, talking about this. Yeah, definitely. You know? this, is where I, this is where I'm getting excited too, because I want everybody that's listening. Yes. Please, oh God. Send me an email yes. with your questions. I don't know what to ask Dave. Dave is, I mean, he, even Jay's been studying up on it to the point. I walked into this thing blind, dumb, and stupid on purpose. Yes. Because I don't want to know anything about it. I want to be able to ask the dumb questions. You know, mm-hmm. that, there's no such thing as a dumb question. But I want to be able to ask the questions that people would ask if they have no earthly idea what this is all about. You know what I want to do after the pandemic is over? I want to take a camera. Me and my son, and I want to play a game called Who or What is Ada? Just walk on the Kima boardwalk and just videotape people asking that question and give them prizes. Well, let's hope I'm not running down the boardwalk naked when you do it. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, exactly. Oh, my gosh. I'll, if you did it in a G-string, I'll still talk to you. There you have it. Oh, but Lord. just not naked. Oh, so yeah. send me some people. People, please. No. Follow the podcast. Send me these questions, please. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. we will do this again. Okay. You can see we we're running over an hour. Sorry, yeah, David. Yeah. No, 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 no. I'm, I'm, yeah, no. Nick's right. Follow us. I do have one question before we close up the show. Yeah, sure. Um, what's the craziest outfit you've ever seen at work? Oh, the craziest outfit I've ever seen at work. Come on, we got to end on a funny note. Come on, give us something good, buddy. Give he me, wasn't listen- working there. Yeah, I'm trying to think of like I mean, something that I was like, <laughs> you know, I had the I had the greatest one, you know, the girl that came in with the seafood see through outfit. I mean, come on, you you listen to the show. I, I, oh, of course, that that was actually hilarious. Yeah. I wish I was there that day. You, yeah. you were working there when I did the tutu thing. No, right I wish I was there. Yeah. I, I'll tell you this: uh, a short story. I was working at Eckerd's in Florida, and it was Halloween. This guy came in like with a bloody nose and beaten up. And I thought it was a costume. This guy actually just got his ass beat down the street and was coming in to buy his cigarettes. And I thought it was fake blood and was just like, I was like, wait, how is he getting this thing how, to how, drip out of his face? How was he dressed, oh, though? A Halloween costume. Like, but what kind of costume was he wearing? I oh, mean, this is... he was Dracula. Oh, okay. This one made it so weird. Too. Oh. I was like, <laughs> what am I seeing here? <laughs> Okay. Seeing somebody in a pack of cigarettes and a beer. He tried obviously. to he tried to bite a girl. The boyfriend decked <laughs> him probably. Oh my god! What the hell did I just see? Okay. Oh man, that was that's right. actually a pretty good one. I like that. That's pretty funny. He was dressed up as Dracula. Oh my god! Just got his ass beat. I was like, 
what just happened? I was like, dude, you you need me to call you? Name? No, I'm, I'm I'm good, bro. Just packing new ports. And I was like, that's all he was worried oh. about. Not a Band-Aid, not something to stop the blood. No, give me a damn smoke. Okay. Oh. Tell you how important cigarettes are. Yeah, people. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> I, I miss my best friend. Oh, okay, so I got some. I got some good first job stories too. We'll probably put that on the next. Yeah, podcast. yeah, we That'll put work. that on. Yeah, no, yeah, because you know we want to do a little something fun. Because you know it, it's it is a lot of content to soak up, and you know, but I wanted to do a little something fun. I hope you guys enjoyed the show, uh, Dave, dude. It was great having you. Thanks for coming on the really show. Really was, Dave. It was, it was, it's interesting and informing. It's it's a little much for me. We'll get you there, Nick. I, I'm a little patient. You got to be I, patient with me. No, oh, I'm a very patient guy. So what we need to, we need to do is actually a sit down and then the visual and then it'll, it'll, the light bulb. Will, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's oh, intriguing to me. It really is, you know. So I'm a little more, um, I guess, invested in it already. I, can, I guarantee you if you actually bought some Cardano, you'd be invested too. Well, I'm gonna have to do it. Yeah. Yep. Because you get your five percent annual, and then you start buying NFTs, and you start kind of flipping those NFTs, and you keep seeing your investment growing, and then you realize, like, why in the hell am I using this thing called a dollar? <laughs> <laughs> it's really bad, man. Yeah, Jay, as usual, bad. brother. Thank you. Yes, Nick. Love you, brother. Um, Love you too, Dave. Man. It was great. And, uh, you know, folks, come on. Like Nick said, follow, like the show, send us some emails. Um, we always like the feedback. A um, little long today, but we hope you enjoy it. Thanks and peace out. Peace. Peace, love.